0: praise the Lord this is evangelist Julius Adewumi of the gospel distribution ministry today I'm going to continue with the book of Revelation that I've been going through we are now in Revelation chapter 16 as we have said in the earlier broadcast the book of Revelation is the book that is authored by God and the book of Genesis also was authored by God the first and the last he is the first and last the Lord by all this by all this uh, prophecies and by the things he to us is making us to know that He is in control of all things. He is in charge of everything that's taking place upon the earth. He told us exactly how it's good how it started how it all started and He also told us how it's all going to end. And you can feel whatever is going on in between is still in control. Fear before him all the earth. In the book of Revelation chapter 16 I'll begin to read. And I heard a great voice out of the temple saying to the seven angels, Go your ways and pour out the vials of the wrath of God upon the earth. I said in the Bible here that these angels, because one of them came before Apostle John, in the next chapter you see that and showed to Apostle John, he said one of the angels came to him and said, I will show you this and then after he showed Apostle John meetings, things, Apostle John wanted to bow down before this angel and worship. And the just said, see that you do it not because I am one of you one of your brethren which means these seven angels actually they are not the spiritual angels that we think of in heaven being clothed with white remain means they are actually saints of God that will be used to do this now in the in the book of Revelation chapter 11 I also mentioned that God said I will give power unto my two witnesses who are going to be two prophets that will be prophesying during the time of the Antichrist upon the earth and I said those two witnesses are also human beings of course and we believe they are going to be Moses and Elijah and I said God is going to to, to lose them upon the earth to see the wrath of a prophet and that exactly is what God did and God said he will do like you have seen when, when a man, man of God has been preaching and telling people how to live right He also has the right and the power to judge and condemn those that refuse to accept the gospel. Remember the story of Elijah the prophet after he has prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed maybe he has preached and preached in Israel, he came before the king one day and said there will be no rain on this land for these days, these years to come until I said so. He said except by my word they didn't recognize him who is he to say that is he God? And that's exactly what some of somebody will say today if any minister of god come before a president of a country and declare something like that that unless i say there will be no rain they will laugh at him and say are you god? and they didn't believe elijah the prophet also and he went and hid himself and for three years there was no rain and they started looking for him so let's go look for that prophet and say he is the one that can bring back rain and not only that jezebel in the days of jezebel the queen of uh, israel in those days he had, she had her own prophets prophets of Baal worship and they also seem to prophesy too some demons come upon them and they prophesy she could have told her that you guys call for him if one prophet said that they should be, you should be able to call for him and they tried and tried nothing happened because they are calling on a dead God an idol that cannot answer but the one true prophet that are the true, only true God is sealed up heaven for three and a half years he said until he spoke un, until unless by his word the heaven will not be opened and when they realized that they couldn't do anything they started looking for this prophet and in the end we all know the story Elijah came back by himself and brought back rain so and God said he was going to use this same prophet Elijah and Moses to bring the wrath of God punishment upon the world in the days of the Antichrist and you can go back and read the book of Revelation chapter 11 yourself where the Lord said in that sense that these these prophets have power to seal heaven and to smite the earth with any plague as as often as they want it. So God is going to unleash the the, the wrath of a prophet upon, of all two prophets upon the earth to judge the ungodly. And the men on the earth in that time will really feel the wrath of of the people of God when the people of God that are righteous are now condemned to judge the ungodliness of the world and that is what you saw, what you will see in the book of Revelation chapter 11 and you are seeing it again in this book of Revelation chapter 16 that the seven angels that have the vows of the wrath of God are also going to be human beings, saints of the Most High God that God is going to use to judge the world we are going to be the one to judge the world but these seven angels are going to be actually representing seven saints they are clothed with white remains, and just like after you have preached and preached, they refuse to obey. You are going to have to judge them, and God is going to let them judge them by bringing the wrath of God upon the earth. And that is what we see here in chapter 16 that these seven angels are actually saints of God that are appointed to do this, just like those two prophets will also judge the world in the days of Antichrist. Now, here it goes verse 2 and the first went and poured out his vial upon the earth and they have fell a noisome and grievous soul upon the men which had the mark of the beast and upon them which worshipped his image and take note of that we said those who have the mark of the beast what is the mark of the beast those who have joined their tree system they don't have any time for god and they are not believing christ they will surely have those souls maybe like a cancerous disease that shall come upon all people a plague the Bible call it the second one verse 3 and the second angel poured out his vial upon the sea and it became as the blood of a dead man and every living soul died in the sea now you may say why do we have to judge the sea what you have to note is that the sea itself is wider and larger than the dry ground now, what are in the sea is just the fishes and the animals in the sea. If you destroy, those if those are destroyed, there will be a lot of stinking things, dead things that will make the whole abyss of the world be stinking. So, the punishment that is the wrath of God. That's a wrath in itself. When all the abyss are stinking of dead animals, that you cannot even live in this in the sea coasts anymore. That's one of the things that the world will feed around that time not to talk of the seas and the people that are in the seas or because they are they are shipping and all those type of things something's only hit and they all have a plague that is killing anyone that goes near them or anyone that are living in the sea or around the sea or in the ships things like that can happen that is it's not only going to be those animals in the sea It could also include those sailors it could include all those people in the shipyards or include all those in the big say, ocean liners and you know thousands and thousands of ocean liners all over the world if something hit and people in there, in those ocean liners are dying that's a plague itself because the ocean liners are con- some of them are containing just like please. there are some of them are containing hundreds of people in on, on the ship at one time and there are hundreds of ships going here and there all over the world so when God says Paul is that angel Paul is upon the sea and, and every living soul died in the sea both animals stinking both human beings that are still around there also will die now let's go on and see the next angel verse 4 and the third angel poured out its vial upon the rivers and fountains of waters and they became blood and had the angel of the waters say thou art righteous O Lord which art and was and shall be because thou hast judged us for they have shed the blood of saints and prophets and I was giving them blood to drink, for they are worthy. And I had another out of the altar, say, "Even so, Lord God Almighty, true and righteous are the judgments." Now you see what the, what the scripture is saying. That is, the angel Paul is vial upon the fountains of waters. Now the sea is separate; the fountains of waters that bring drinking water, the rivers and and the, and the wells where people drink from, is separate from the sea. Even though the, the same water may go back and forth. But they are still these are the, the there is a salt water in the sea, and the non salt water on the ground, and both of them are being judged because of mankind, because of your sin, because of the sin of mankind. That's why we are calling you to repent. You are calling mankind to repentance, because the only God that can stop this that this trouble is the one Lord Jesus Christ that must come and accept and worship. And you will see at the end of this chapter that by the by the time that this thing is taking place, the dwellers upon the earth of they have they far they have they have become stone hearted. That is, they have had their mind set on themselves to destroy themselves. That is, they are no, there's no repentance for them anymore. The time for repentance is now. You that is listening to me. If you are not a believer, today is your day of salvation. Today is your day that you should repent. And call upon the Lord Jesus Christ. Let him save let him let him save your life. Ask him to save you so that you can be one of them that we escape all this wrath of God. The time for repentance is today because by the time this judgment of the God God is coming upon the world the men that are left on earth and those people that are there are millions not just some people people left the population of the earth by that time we cannot repent because God is the only one that can make people repent the Holy Ghost is what make people repent and the Holy Ghost is still upon the earth pleading with you today young man pleading with you today young woman That you stop your sin and come to jesus he can wash you clean from sin and make you holy and turn your eyes towards heaven and your foot towards heaven and be saved from the wrath of god that is coming today is your day of repentance today is your day of salvation at that time when this wrath of god is coming upon the earth there will be no more repentance for those who are on earth i mean the 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 mindset to repent will be taken away from them it's like they were locked in into their evil desires and into their wickedness and into their hatred for God. They are completely locked in. They can never change their mind anymore. Because you see it in the in the last few verses that they were even blaming God for all those things. Not that they didn't know there is a God. Some people that claim that hey, the world does not believe there's a God anymore. They know there is a God, they just refuse to accept Him. And that's what it God said away, give them over unto their reprobate mind. They will be locked in into their wickedness and they cannot repent anymore. Today is the day that you can repent, young man. I'm telling you right now. So come to Jesus and repent from your sins while your heart is still tender. Very soon, he said, God, add in the heart of those who refuse to obey so that they can never obey anymore. Those who refuse to listen so that they can never listen anymore, so that they can be doomed. God can harden their heart by just releasing the satanic spirit that we had in the heart, like he did for Pharaoh in Egypt when the Israelites were to leave. God said, I, I said we harden Pharaoh's heart so that he will not let you go. And I can show my wonders over Egypt. May that not be your your, your, your own faith, young man. While your heart is still soft right now, come and seek Jesus. So that you don't want your heart to be hardened by a devil, by his, by his demonic spirit. So that will make you be destroyed. Because most Pharaoh in Egypt was destroyed on that day. And, he, and his land was destroyed because he refused to bow he refused to yield God is asking you to yield right now to the gospel and the fourth angel it. and the fourth angel poured out his vow upon his son and power was given unto him to scorch men with fire and men were scorched with great heat and they and blasphemed the name of God which has power over this place, and they repented not to give him glory see what I just said, it's coming to a time when they couldn't repent anymore and when those terrible judgments are coming upon the world instead of they repenting they blame God for making it that hot now when we say the, the fire the fire was coming from the sun sun as you see very far away from us is fire and it's so far away now in some of his rays is coming down to some section of the world maybe the equatorial section more than the other section but by the time God said this is going to happen it's not going to be just the equatorial section of the world it's going to be all over radiation that will go everywhere where there are population maybe cancerous radiation that will be inflicting afflicting men with infrared rather than just this, uh, the light it will be hitting people that are just coming outside of their house they will be it's like biting like some rays of sun biting them and that is what the Bible is saying here and it's going to be a punishment and a torment but instead of people repenting, what the Bible says, because this is no more a, a calling attention of them. God is no more calling their attention. God has called their attention for 6,000 years. God is calling your attention right now, you that is listening to me. If you have not believed Jesus Christ, if you are not a Christian, God is calling your attention right now that accept Jesus today. Jesus is the only Savior. Your religion will not save you. Mohammed will not save you. Krishna will not save you. Buddha will not save you. You cannot save yourself the only savior is Jesus the Lord Jesus Christ Christ said I am the way, the truth and the life no man cometh unto the Father but by me save you from what? save you from the wrath of God that is coming this is the time God is calling your attention to the gospel accept the gospel today turn to Jesus take your Bible and begin to read invite Jesus to come and take charge of your life and he will because he loves you he died and he has already paid the price for you today is the day of salvation today is your day of repentance because during the time that this plague will be coming upon the world God will have given them over those that refuse to believe those that refuse to accept Jesus Christ will be given up by God and then it will no more be a calling their attention it's now a punishment and a judgment of God the Bible say violence of the wrath of God upon the earth and it's still gentle because God is still doing it in a little here a little there a little like a rays of fire burning them here. God could have just wiped them out one single blow, but he didn't want to do it that way. He wanted them to feel the pain. He wanted the human nature human beings to feel the pain. Let me give you an example. God could have destroyed the world with the all of just wake up one morning, nobody wake up. God could do it that way. But why did he use water to destroy them in the days of Noah? after Noah has preached and preached and preached for 300 years and then there come the rain and the rain came for 40 days some people would have run to the mountains some would have run to the top of their houses and the water gradually mounted to the top of the houses and covered them all some could have run to climb trees thinking that well maybe if we stay here for 2-3 days very soon the water will stop but it didn't stop 40 days and the waters covered the trees until they fell down into the water or someone say we can swim we just keep swimming but they swim and swim until they swim tired and died in the water what are we saying God is patient God is calling you He waited six thousand years to call mankind unto himself and when he's going to judge them he's going to also judge them With little by little they will see their pain growing until they are destroyed and that is what you are seeing here the first angel poured his wrath was like sores upon mankind, and yet they are not thinking about it. The second angel poured water, poured his wrath upon the seas and animals died. They are sinking everywhere. Yet people didn't think about it that this is ground from God. They might think well something happened to they will give some scientific e- explanation and then the waters were polluted nobody can drink it, it all turned to blood they will not think about it when you look at this plague you see the plague that God put upon Egypt in the days of Moses that they are similar water turned to blood and Pharaoh didn't think anything about it maybe he was afraid then maybe some scientists told him that no 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 no, this is just some scientific something and he believed them and there came another plague of frogs and they will give explanation they will explain it off and I'm telling you right now, all these vows, there will be explanation for it by the scientists of that generation. And they will explain it all because they will always try to give explanation to suit their conscience. But conscience being suit does not make any difference because God said, I am the one doing it. You can explain it one way you like, but you won't see who is doing it. You just see the, the result. And God is calling you to order right now. This is the day of your salvation. Repent today and accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior men were called with, with great heat and yet they blasphemed God rather than repent. Verse 10 And the fifth angel poured out his vial upon the seat of the beast and his kingdom was full of darkness and they nod their tongues for pain. Now what does that mean that the, the seat of the beast was full of darkness? Now when we say darkness in a government and let's go on Verse 12 and they blasphemed the God of heaven because of their pains and their sores and repented not of their deeds i mean they still have those souls now wickedness has taken over them and they were blaspheming they were blaspheming rather than repenting they don't repent verse 12 and the sixth angel poured out his vial upon the great river euphrates and the water thereof was dried up that the way of the kings of the east might be prepared now you might wonder why the whole vial was used to dry up the waters of river euphrates whatever that represents we know that he's talking about this going to be a war a world war that will end it all and God was making the world to prepare for that world war because God's finger is going to gather them like he said in the book of Zechariah that ah we gather all nations against Jerusalem to battle and part of that is what you see right here verse 13 says and I saw three unclean spirits like frogs Come out of the mouth of the dragon, and out of the mouth of the beast, and out of the mouth of the false prophet. Now, the dragon, the beast, the false prophet are actually representing nations. The beast we know is representing the kingdoms of European community. The false prophet represent the Western community. So the dragon actually have been most of the time representing. You just think about it. China uses the dragon as their symbol. And that can be the oriental part of the world all those world world countries or what you call the superpowers we all begin to want to talk of war and this spirits that we said are coming out of the mouth of those three three beasts actually representing words I know he said my word is what I speak of to you are spirit and their life they are representing worlds. some boasting some some threatening threats that they are going to say they're going to fight and those threats are going to mass, going to um, uh, manifest into form of war right now let's see what goes on verse 14 for they are the spirits of devils working miracles which go forth unto the kings of the earth and of the whole world to gather them to the battle of that great day of god almighty whatever those whatever the words that came out of their mouth it's more like sending messages to their counterparts that we've got to do this sending messages to those that, that are their allies that we've got to fight this out we've got to get this thing done this way and those words are spirits because when some people say something demons are actually the one giving them the idea and demons go forth and implement and make other people react to it when some people say something some other demons go forth and make the people that hear it react to it the way they want them to react to it and that's what the bible is saying here that those demons come out and they go gather the whole world and rouse them up for war and that will take place and this is what will take place and you begin to see it right here because he said he gathered them in a place called. Let's go on and read on. Verse 15 says, Behold, I come as a thief. Now Christ is giving warning to believers now. Blessed is he that washeth and keepeth his garments, lest he walk naked and they see his shame. Your role, your responsibility, all these things are taking place. God is saying, Hey, your own role and your responsibility as a believer, seeing all these things, forming itself on the earth. The walls are forming, they are trying to form take their shape and the Antichrist is trying to form itself up. You as a believer, keep your garment white. Keep your garment pure. If you are still around all the time, you better be ready because the Lord is coming soon. Keep your garment say, watch. Because he is coming like a thief, because this world war that they are going to take, Only Christ will take his own people, like secretly, and then this judgment will begin to pour forth. So he's giving us a warning like here. be remember your garment keep it white and don't walk naked don't let them see your shame that is keep your garment your righteousness your holiness is your garment keep it as saints and as believers don't let them don't let these things caught you the the affairs of this world everybody trying to get this trying to get that or the world is going this way all the events of the world that is taking the eyes of people away don't let it take your eye away from Jesus that is what christ is saying keep your garment your righteousness your holiness because the bible says because iniquity shall abound the love of many shall wax cold as the world goes close to end a lot of people will be getting fed up with trying to do good to anybody why because the world is full of wickedness and all those things people are no more want to do good to anybody but christ is saying keep your own garment your righteousness must not be reduced and trust god he said that uh, blessed is he that washeth and keepeth his garment lest he walk naked and they see his shame that anger that wrath that bitterness that you see that you are still holding throw it away don't be angry trust in the Lord Jesus Christ because anger and those wrath and those things is what makes people to easily lose their garment because they, they get into a rage with unbelievers because somebody says something, you are offended, you will begin to fight also. And that's like when you lose your garment. You are expected to be a saint and a righteous person. And keep your garment pure. Blessing and costing not. He said, bless always and cost not. And that is one of the things that you have to always remember. That's how you, you keep your garment is to have that self-control. Controlling your life. Self-control, which is the fruit of the Holy Ghost. Keep it so that your garment will be kept in the days as the world goes darker and darker it will be more temptations in the world there will be more temptations to offend believers, to make people fight to make people quarrel, to make people cause, to make people do all those bad things that the world is doing, to make people avenge themselves, a lot of temptations but as saints of the most high God, God said keep your garment of righteousness and holiness and make peace and mercy and patience, keep it on you lest you walk naked and see your shame, God bless you, and now let's continue verse it said these, these devils gathered the world together into a place and he gathered them together into a place called in the hebrew tongue Armageddon. this is the world war now we are talking about and the seventh angel now poured out his vial into the air and there came a great voice out of the temple of heaven from the throne saying it is done that's the last vial and there were voices and thunders and lightnings and there was a great earthquake such as was not since men were upon the earth so mighty an earthquake and so great and the great city was divided into three parts, and the cities of the nations fell. And great Babylon came in remembrance before God to give unto her the cup of the wine of the fire, fierceness of His wrath. Every island fled away, and the mountains were not found. And there fell upon men a great hail out of heaven, every stone about the weight of a talent. And men blasphemed God because of the plague of the hail, for the plague thereof was exceeding great. Now you see what we Bible say: the last vial was poured upon the earth and it was like I can tell you this right now he said it was poured up into the air and there was a mighty blast that seems that's represent almost what we can say it could be when we see the effect of this vial of of the wrath of God being poured we see the effect in the physical world but it actually started in the spirit world that's what we are seeing whether it was poured by an angel into the waters the effect of it was what blood water turned to blood it was poured by an engine into the sea the effect of it was what people just die of plagues you see now this last one the the sixth one was to gather the world for world war and then the seventh one was, was put into the air and there was a mighty blast that the Bible said hailstones came down from the sky upon all the people on the earth hailstones thick stones of ice that people run for shelter and they couldn't because this thing was so heavy and so th- devastating that perhaps was destroying some houses too but what could cause that in the physical who knows the world war is about to take place maybe there are some nuclear bombs that are mighty enough that could start that and when that is blasted and most of the time nuclear bombs are blown in the air but it's the finger of god that's going to make them do it by the time they blast it in the air things will happen hailstones will be just part of it radiation that will be destroying passes will be part of all of this earthquake that could occur i mean this nuclear blast we are talking about that could be what is actually described there but finger of god called for men to do their thing and they destroy themselves by a nuclear war nuclear blood that will take place and when that take place hailstones earthquakes everywhere cities of nations the bible said "If cities of nations that is not just one city all high rising buildings so skyscrapers Oh skyscrapers and all big cities just fell down. That was a big quake. That was a nuclear weapon that they didn't realize would go that far. But it went that far because they all have nuclear weapons and they are blowing themselves all apart. The end of the world, the world war that said to be happening, that Bible said will take place has been written down there for us. But how will you escape? Only right now come to Jesus. Come to Jesus right now because what we have described in a nutshell there, the nuclear blast that might be what we God has described there that the seventh angel pawn into the air which is a the way they actually drop the nuclear bomb is actually they drop it in the sky and it will make the to make a quake in the in the wind the queen said we quake and things will be blowing apart worldwide mighty torrential wind that could destroy anything high is what has been described there and we know and the scientists already know right now that nuclear war will, will cause that if there's any nuclear war and that's what God has described that the sixth. The cease to vial actually call for world war. All the three, the dragon from the east, the, the European Europe orientals, and the beast, the Europeans, and the false prophet, the Americans, and they all come against into Jerusalem area for world war. That is exactly what has been described there. But God is saying, How will you escape this? Only if you are with Jesus already in heaven. Only if you are right now, accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. And we begin to prepare for his coming. And I want to pray for you right now. Ask Jesus to come into your heart. say Jesus. I want to escape all. This. He said, "I pray that you may be accounted worthy to escape all these things that are come upon the world, and to stand before the Son of Man." That is the command of the Lord Jesus Christ to us since before He left. He said, "I pray ye that you may be accounted worthy to escape all these things that shall come upon the world, and to stand before the Son of Man." So it should be your constant prayer, and then the Lord will lead you to what you need to do, how to grow up, to be ready for Him if you continually put that in your prayer that you want to escape all these things because it is our generation that might see all this world war that might see the end of all these things God bless you, write to us and we shall send you some more exhortation. write to Gospel Distribution Ministry Evangelist Julius Adewumi Gospel Distribution Ministry Post Office Box 71027 Phoenix Arizona 85050 USA On the internet our web address is www.gospeldistribution.org gospel distribution, that's one word, dot O-R-G. God bless you.